This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 4th of August. Whatever perspective you have on the world at the present time, be it social, political, economic, things don't look very optimistic. But as the 19th century clergyman William Inge said, whoever weds the spirit of the age will find themselves widowed very soon. The Bible is full of advice for us about how we should view this life in the context of the next. And the first reading of this Sunday's Mass especially says it all, taken from what is one of the strangest books in the Bible, the book of Ecclesiastes. Strange because it has almost nothing nice to say. It's not what you'd expect from a biblical book. It's a very dark, very pessimistic view on life. It's the work of an old man called, named Kohalith. And he describes himself as an old man who has seen it all, done it all, experienced it all. I think he's a real curmudgeon, probably. And he comes up with this word of wisdom. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. Now the scholars tell us that the Hebrew behind that is something like air or bubble. Everything is insubstantial, a lot of wind. Kahalath has had wealth and power, he's had pleasure, material goods, knowledge. And having had all this, he concludes, there is nothing new under the sun. The sun comes up and it goes down again. All is vanity. Often people will look back on the whole of their life and ponder on how they've laboured away using all their intelligence and their talents and powers, knowing that one day they will pass on and leave it all to someone who has no appreciation of it all, someone who perhaps has never worked themselves but will be the recipient of it all. Things come, things go, what is life all about at the end of the day? Well, not much is the despairing point of view of Kohalith because everything gets swallowed up. Now, perhaps young people won't connect very well with this Kohalith character, but older people will because when you're young and full of ambition and strength, it's more difficult for us to understand these feelings. The young can be seduced into thinking that this world is all there is, but Kohalith knows better. What he knows is what you are is always more important than what you have. This is the distillation of all spiritual wisdom. Who you are is always more important than what you have. Why? For who you are will last forever. What you have will fade away. The Bible tells us this story over and over again. Who you are is a matter of your moral and spiritual character. It's a matter of the soul, a matter of how you stand before God. The soul lasts forever, who you are. But what you have, honours, wealth, connections, titles, degrees, all that will fade away. Another way to put this is, who you are, you will take into the next life. What you have will be left behind. Kahalith is telling us this deep and abiding truth, the possessions are ultimately vanity. They are literally chasing after the wind. Then the gospel parable that Jesus gives us is making much the same point. He mocks the man 
who relied on his possessions to give him security and to give him joy. In the 21st century terms, this man is thinking, get a bigger bank account, open a bigger investment portfolio, eat, drink and be merry. There we have the spiritual lie that my possessions will make me happy and secure. It seems like an obvious lesson, but we all fall into this trap. What will make me happy and secure? Almost by instinct, we say some version of possessions. The reason I'm insecure is I don't have enough money. The reason I'm insecure is I don't have enough honours. I don't have enough titles. I don't have enough connections. I don't have enough political clout or whatever it happens to be. We convince ourselves that the more we have, the happier we will be. But it just is not true. This night, your soul will be required of you. Thus it will be, Jesus says, for all who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. That's the hinge, because what matters to God is the, is the quality of your heart, the quality of your soul. What matters to God is our character. Our character is that quality that has been developing through a whole series of moral choices, either for or against love. Who you are, your soul, your character, is what's been developing throughout your whole life, either for or against love. In every moment of every day, we are faced with a choice, to love or to fall into self-absorption. Just examine the day and think of all the moments when you are faced with a choice, either to will the good of the other, to love, or to cling to yourself and seek possessions. Pope St. John Paul II said this in his moral writings, that every moral act does two things. It produces some effect in the world, and at the same time, it helps to create the one who performs it. It helps to make the kind of person you're becoming, if that makes sense. You do something, you choose something, whether it's to love or to fall back into yourself, it's making you who you are. St Paul also says this in the second reading. Whenever we say eat, drink and be merry, we're committing what the Bible calls idolatry, which is finding our ultimate joy in something less than love, less than the good of the other, because love is what God is, and we have to be imitators of him. God wants to share his life with us so that we might become like him and reflect the wonder of his being, like Mary, who lived for no one else but him. All of the readings this week point to the same thing. Who are you? A question which matters infinitely more than what you have. Even if the world tells us a thousand times over something different, what we have to be is someone conformed to the image of God. Let us pray. Draw near to us your servants, O Lord, and answer their prayers with unceasing kindness, that for those who glory in you as their creator and guide, you may restore what you have created and keep safe what you have restored. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.